and gentlemen, welcome once again to Futurero Podcast, and we are back. Ladies and Glad to be back. As Harrison says. It's been a minute since we did an episode. Yeah, it's been like a week. Like a week or two, huh? Yeah, it's been like a week or two. Um, So what's going on with you? You're not smoking no more? Give us a little bit more insight into that. Um... I don't really want to talk about that right now, but I'm just chilling right now. I'm drinking oh, some shit. beer, you know, having a good time. Shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just taking a break, I guess, you know? Are you going to go back to it or? Homegrown. You already know. Mm, okay. So just taking a quick, uh, like, like a break just to kind of get his tolerance down. That's cool, yep. man. You know, it's weird because... When I left the house, when when I left home, you were a kid, right? And I didn't know yeah. you smoked. And then when I moved out to Vallejo and we met up again, you were an adult. That was like a year or two later. And you came back and we were just smoking. So it's just weird. It's like I known you from, you know, like your kid self, which is obviously not who you are now. But the whole time up until now, you, you smoked. You know, so that's all I know. You know, I don't know like a non-smoke Harrison besides the child version of you. So yeah, I'm, I'm a regular smoker, so I'd be smoking probably every day. And um, I got to the point where I was smoking like probably I'd say um, every 30 minutes to an hour. Oh shit! And I'm I'm home I'm home by myself, so you know I don't really have like anyone telling me you know you can't be smoking, you can't you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah responsibilities yeah because i'm you know i'm doing my work and shit i'm i'm working and all that and you know working from home working for myself and then you know i got i could get weed delivered to my house easily just like that yeah so it's just a, a convenience thing and it's just a habit you you want to kind of break yourself a little bit out of just yeah i just want to um you know see how, how far i could go without it yeah and do more re- recreational stuff have you noticed any side effects yeah, uh, what do you mean? Like, like what? Like, has your sleep gone worse? Any any weird side effects that you notice that you know? Um, there has to be some, bro. I mean, there has to be something. You know, you smoke every you know thirty minutes or so, so there has to be like some side effects when you just kind of quit cold turkey, no? Yeah, um, there were some at first, like the first couple of days. I'm only like a couple of days in, so I'm not like you know, hella sober and shit. But you know. Mm-hmm. I had uh, one of my, my neighbors, he's a, he's a, like a customer of mine now, but he told me um, he was doing the same thing and he smoked, uh, you know, like regularly, like kind of like how you do. He kind of actually yeah. reminds me of you in a way, but he said that when he quit, it took him like six months he, he, and he's done it for like 20 years. So mm. when he quit, he said it took like six months of him not smoking weed, obviously. So he was six months sober until he got like a clean weed test. So even when he wasn't sober, he was still testing, you know, like he had weed in his system for six months. Yeah. It stays in your system. I hear, but, um, I don't know. I don't know about myself and my personal experience. I don't know if I still have it in my system or not, you know? Um, but I do notice a difference. Um, I feel like I'm, I could react more faster to things, you know? Hmm. Yeah, you you feel like you're more on it, huh? Like brain clarity, mental clarity. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, and um, yeah, pretty much that. Um, it's just kind of going against the craving of it sometimes, you know. 
Yeah, that can be hard. I mean, it's just like anything else when you try to quit, you know, it's just those cravings. Uh, but, you know, whatever works for you. And then we'll move on from this topic. I know you really don't want to get into it. It's just, you know, I just had to like kind of pick your brain about it. That's all. Yeah, no, it's, it's smooth though. It's going good and going good so far. Um, I'm enjoying it, you know. I'm trying other things. I, I Nice shirt, by the way. Got the Futurero shirt. This is uh, some like sticker this right here. Look at the quality on this, dude. I've watched it like 10 times. Look. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, I'm growing my own plants. But, um, yeah. Don't kill them. Just kidding. No, I, I grew it from a seed, so it's like that now. Wow, that's actually impressive. Yeah, yeah. I grew it last month. I started growing it last month, like around the 20th, like exactly around the 20th, so been a, a full month. Lots of seeds don't even germinate. It's hard for a seed to germinate, so that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Both of them germinated, too. So I got two that's of them. This is, a, this is the other one. The other one's smaller. Was there a certain process you used to germinate the seeds or did you like do the, do you put them in like Ziploc bags with the paper towel into the fridge? I just put it in a Ziploc bag and I um, put some water on it keep it moist. And then I just left it in the Ziploc bag and I kept looking at it. You know, after one day I was like, oh man, it's not going to germinate. Two days, nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Third day, it like starts um, germinating a little bit and I'm like, oh shit, it's, it's, it's going. <laughs> That's it's dope. Going. Cause with like a like a you know, with like a fruit tree or like even like a like a vegetable, you know, you're not gonna see that for like you're not gonna see that shit for months, you know, like anything to germinate. You'll see like little tiny things that look like freaking little hairs. That's about it, you know. So that's pretty cool, you know. That's germinated that fast with some days. But let's get to these motherfucking stories. I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of read the headlines out loud so the folks know what they have in store for them and that way they have an idea of what's coming so the first story is going to be uh parents dressed as easter bunnies pass out condoms at a texas elementary school heard about that one a florida man watches spider-man no way home 292 times and sets the world record yeah according to sheriff (laughs) a hell of a record According to Sheriff's uh, North Carolina man robs the dollar store, regrets it, and returns the cash. And what a way to start for 20. New Jersey cop hits blunt on the job after weed is now declared legal for New Jersey cops to buy and smoke. Damn. A carjacker beats up a 72-year-old woman and takes her car, only to die in the car crash police say so he beats up a 72 year old woman takes a car and he dies in a car crash damn uh, instant karma <laughs> uh mit engineers introduced the oreo meter mechanical engineers put an oreo cream filling through a battery of tests to understand what happens when two wafers are twisted apart uh so yeah we have a lot to uncover and as you know we are gonna jump right into the first story and that is the parents dressed as East an Easter bunny and pass out condoms at a Texas elementary school. Now, who in the hell in the right mind thinks that it's okay for parents to pass out for parents to discuss any sexual things with with kids that are in elementary school? Not parents, but adults in general. I think it's just weird as fuck. What are your thoughts um, about the? Parents dressing up and handing out condoms. Yeah, what the fuck at elementary school? That's wrong. What the fuck? I was fucking playing with Pokemon cards and fucking 
Transformers and shit when I was in elementary school. Beyblades. I wasn't fucking worrying about sex. For real, I feel that. But how did that happen? What what what's the what what's um like what what went down? What exactly went down? So this happened over in Austin, Texas, and some gullet elementary school students received a rather strange item Thursday from the Easter Bunny and open condoms. In a letter to parents, gullet principal Tammy Tom Thompson says that a parent had visited the campus in Northwest Austin Thursday afternoon during a dismissal uh, bell dressed as the Easter Bunny and handed out plastic eggs. Thompson says that some eggs contained candy, but some students were also given unopened condoms by the parents. Gullet parents were assured in the letter that this was not planned or sanctioned by the school. Um, Austin Unified School District says that the parents were asked to leave, but they went to the public sidewalk and continued to give away the eggs, an act that the district called an incredibly careless and inappropriate action. The district says it is working hard with the Austin um, Police Department um, for any, you know, so the parents can get repercussion. And uh, I can go ahead and read the letter that the school sent out to the parents. Uh, good evening, Gullet Elementary School families. This afternoon during dismissal, a Gullet parent visited the campus dressed as the Easter Bunny and handed out plastic eggs. Some of the eggs contained candy, and some students were also given unopened condoms. No sound effect for that. Uh, <laughs> please know that this is not a planned event nor sanctioned by the school and we have spoken with the parents about the inappropriate nature of their activity we value parent participation and always request that you work with campus staff to best support our students if you have any questions or concerns don't hesitate to contact me at blah 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 uh, principal tammy thompson so one of the parents, one of the parents is on that dressed up as a bunny or? Yeah, one of the parents of elementary school dressed up as the Easter bunny, um, heading out Easter eggs and some of the eggs unopened condoms. So what the fuck was on their mind when they were fucking loading up the eggs? So they were going to go to elementary school. You know, you give out candies, you know, little, little party favors, I guess, you know, whatever goes in it, you know. Um and unopened condoms, bro. That's so out of pocket. Like, what the fuck is up with people, dude? I would have smacked the shit out of the Easter Bunny. I don't care if it's the Easter Bunny. I would have smacked the shit out of the Easter Bunny. There you go. Yeah, this is fucking weird. Um, and it's disgusting. I think I uh, the parent needs to, um, they need to do something about that, you know? Yeah, they need to get, like, checked. You know, that's like kind of like, I wouldn't even say, I don't even know what. They're probably pedophiles, bro. I mean, like, why would you even do that? Like, what the fuck is on your mind? You know, thinking that kids are thinking about this. Is that like some kind of grooming tactic or something? Like, hey, you know, let's talk about it. You know, it's fucking weird. That was the plan, or do you think it happened by mistake? You know, they, they grabbed the eggs and it was the wrong ones or some shit. Fuck, it could have been that, but then, you know, maybe they were going to a party later and we're like, okay, we're going to go downtown, dress as the Easter Bunny, you know, all the drunk folks, you know, we're going to hand out condoms. Yeah. But no, I don't think so, bro. 
No, I don't think so. I think these people knew what they were doing. They probably wanted to make a statement. Oh, you know, be safe, have safe sex. But people are not thinking about that. People, yeah, especially um, with fucking elementary kids, that's that's wrong right there. Yeah, they should be smacked. They should be smacked, bro. And when they go to jail, you know, they should be put in jail. When they go to jail, they should be, you know, they should force them to wear the Easter Bunny outfit so the prisoners can can what punk the fuck? them. <laughs> I don't know if they would do that, but they should fucking get some some time or some shit, find them or something at least, you know, fucking take the bunny suit, make a lesson out of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, that was for that story. What the fuck? That was what the fuck news? What the fuck news? Um, okay, moving on to the next one. A Florida Florida man watches Spider Man No Way Home. 292 times since that's the world record. Some Marvels, uh, some MCU fans take their How meaning. How much money did he spend on that? But we'll get to it. Uh, this MCU <laughs> fan takes their movie viewing seriously, but none that seriously has one Florida man. Of course, Florida man who watched Spider Man No Way Home in theaters, a record breaking. 292 times and i'm going to share the screen even though the folks that are listening can't see it but uh i got a quick joke about a crack oh shit here we go again <laughs> all right so this motherfucker watched spider-man so many times that he ended up looking like fucking toby mcguire that's a joke uh, he really looks like toby mcguire <laughs> he does huh yeah uh, ramiro alanis Broke the Guinness World Record for most cinema productions attended of the same film. After watching the new hit Spider-Man's, uh, the Sp- new Spider-Man hit film for 720 hours, 30 days between December 16, 2021 and March 15, 2022. In order to qualify for the record, Alanis had to watch the movie in theaters and independently of any other activity. Guinness wrote. This meant that he could not check his phone, sleep, or even take a bathroom break while the film was playing. Uh, Guinness always says that the film must, wa- must be watched in full completion, including the credits. Alanis, however, a true Marvel fan, was already accustomed to the franchise traditional post-credit scenes. Uh, you gotta stay there for the credits <laughs> if it's a Marvel movie. Alanis had to submit every ticket stuff from the movie for consideration along with the statement from the theater attendee attendant after viewing, confirming that he watched the film in its entirety. He says he watched Spider-Man's No Way Home in back-to-back screenings for three months until his uh, movie theater stopped showing the film. Damn. Damn, bro. I was like, first, for the first few weeks of the film's release, Alanis watched five screenings every day. He told Guinness, that's like <laughs> fucking eight hours or more, no? Yeah, it's full even work. Like, what the fuck? He told He's Guinness trying that, to set a record. <laughs> bro. <laughs> he set a record of not having any money in your bank account. Count the money. Here we go. <laughs> Count the money. <laughs> <laughs> he told Wait, put that shit closer to the mic because it, it, it kind of cuts off, but then the it cut first, off? He, oh, that was the, 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 the thing? Yeah. 
He told Guinness uh, the late night showing were hardest as he experienced headaches after having already watched the movie four times during the day. What the fuck? Headaches after watching it the fourth time? Yeah, this is not the first time Alanis has held this record. In 2019, he received the award for 121 viewings of Marvel's Avengers Endgame. Before Alanis, the record belonged to an Australian woman who watched the Queen biopic Bohemian Rhapsody 108 times in early 2019. In uh, 2021, Alanis' titles was temporarily um, taken by Arnold Klein, who watched the film Camilla Thoth versus Thomas premiered 204 times with uh, Spider-Man's No Way Home. Alanis again has his world record back. Alanis um, told Guinness he decided to attempt the record again in honor of his grandmother, Juani, who died in 2019 before she could see him earn his record title. Mm. She was my number one supporter and I want to remain the record holder, he told Guinness World Records. Alanis estimated he spent around 3400 on movie tickets over the three months it took to set the record. How much? Still, his contribution is only a minuscule amount of massive profit made from Spider-Man's No Way Home. The film is six, the sixth highest gro- growing, uh, grossing, grossing film of all time and it made over $1.8 at the box office worldwide. How much money did he spend on it? 3400 Fuck. Yeah. So you get money for setting you get money for setting a record, right? A world record like that? Fuck no, I don't know. I don't really know. Maybe fucking uh a gold medal and being in that book. <laughs> you get a picture and you get you're in the book, huh? You're in the book. I remember I remember looking at that book when I was little. Those like, books were, were kinda the, cool, the but if I saw that shit. if I saw a kid as you know, if I saw him as a kid, I would just think he's a straight up loser. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, fuck. He yeah. probably know knows the movie line by line at this point. Yeah, he probably knows every fucking scene. Probably ca- caught Check all the it. Easter eggs. If he didn't catch at least one Easter egg that nobody else has caught, you know, then he is he's a dumbass. Because I'm sure he's probably caught an Easter egg that none of us has, has ever even seen. You know. Yeah, he probably sees like the people in the back. He probably knows who the extras are. Probably. He has to say through the credits too, so. Yeah. Memorize the credits too. Probably. Probably dreaming about Spider Man and shit. He saw Spider Man so much, he started looking like Toby McGuire. He's gonna jump into the. He's gonna be the, the fourth Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Um, let's see. Okay, I got one. I got a wild card. Oh, oh, alert! Alert! I was gonna alert. say that I, I didn't have one, but I got one. Okay, alert! Fake DEA agent busted trying to get a Wendy's discount. What? Why would he want to get a Wendy's discount? Tell us the story. We want to so hear the 57 year old David Stover was arrested by the police. The police were called because he was arguing with the employees and the staff at the Wendy's. Wendy. He was saying that he was a DEA officer and he was trying to get the law enforcement discount. Um, but before this, his friend used to work at that same Wendy's and his friend would give him the discounts. So after his friend quit, he decided to say, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a DEA, DEA agent. Here's my badge. And he showed them the badge and he would like flash it at them. 
you know, and be like, you might but apparently this one time, apparently this one time the staff, they were like, nah, we don't believe it. Like you come here every day. You're not a fucking DEA agent. So they were arguing with the, with the staff and they called the police over. He called the police over? No, the staff did. Wendy's called the police. Oh, what did the police say? They arrested him for a fucking so he wasn't a real DEA officer. Agent? No, he wasn't. <laughs> This <laughs> is some, some loser, fifty-seven-year-old loser, David Stover. How come I I, I keep imagining uh, Walter White's brother-in-law, Hank Schrader, as the DEA? Kind of looks like up. him. For real? Yeah. What's the guy's no. name? His name is David Stover, like stovetop with an R at the end. David Stover. Stover DEA. I'm a DEA agent. I want yeah. my discount. Breaking bad shit, huh? Bro, he, can, he doesn't look Dude, like when him. Does Wendy's, when does Wendy's close? Fuck, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted some Wendy's real bad. Um, and he he's a regular. So for the YouTubers, uh, or people watching on the YouTube, uh, the six the six viewers, uh, this is what he looks like. Bruh. <laughs> So what he was flashing at the staff was apparently a concealed carry badge, like a permit. It's just a badge that says you can conceal and carry in, in the state. Well, he was flashing at the Wendy's employee was a was the badge he got at the fucking dollar store that yeah, his mama gave him. Little plastic yeah. badges. He was demanding that they um, give him a discount or he would report them to corporate, but he ended up getting arrested. So we'll get him next time. Hey, Wendy's is fresh, always fresh, bro. I like really, Wendy's. you fuck with Wendy's? Yeah, I mean, there's a Wendy's I kind of go to. Um, it's pretty good. The only thing that I don't like is that these fuckers, uh, you know, even right now that the pandemic's over, their freaking indoor dining is closed. One time I had to take a piss, and that's the only thing that bothered me that it was closed. But it's always pretty fresh compared to McDonald's. Meat tastes yeah. a lot fresher. Um. Alrighty, uh, yeah. Let me jump on to the next wild card. Let's go. Uh, so, North Carolina man robbed a dollar store on Saturday afternoon, but returned the cash after having a change of heart, according to the new Hanover uh, County Sheriff Office. Uh, Richard William Dunn, age sixty-three, is charged with armed robbery after the sheriff's office says he demanded cash from a clerk at a family dollar on Castle Hain Road. The sheriff's office said in a Facebook post that he returned to a dollar store shortly after leaving and told the clerk, yeah, I can't do this. He handed the clerk back all the cash he had stolen. Deputies caught Dunn leaving the store and he was arrested. <laughs> he was being held at a New Hanover County detention facility on a $75,000 bond. WRAL News reached out to the New Hanover County Sheriff's Office to see how much cash was stolen. Lieutenant J.J. Brewer said that for security reasons, the, the Sheriff's Office cannot um, say how much cash was was stolen. And that was the story. I mean, that's crazy. You know, he has a change of heart and then he still gets ends up getting arrested, you know. That's to go, you know, that's for everyone out there, you know. When you try to do a good deed, it always backfires backfire, backs, backfires on you. 
Um, I mean, shit, shit happens. Shit hit the fan. It hit the fan, but out of any place you can rob, why would you rob a fucking dollar store? You fucking idiot. Just bring a twenty with you next time. Exactly. A dollar store, seriously, like you can rob anything. Fucking Target, fucking bank. Any, literally anything, but a dollar store is just freaking stupid. But uh, he made his own bed. I mean, he knew what he was doing. I guess he did have a change of heart, but at the end of the day, you know, he was there for the crime. Uh, yeah, he was still, he was still committed. He still did it, you know, basically. Yeah, he still did it. He just returned it. So I guess he still did the crime. He didn't change so if he, if he didn't return it, he would have gotten away with it, right? <laughs> no, I'm sure he would have still. It seems like the cops were out there waiting for him anyways. Mm. They're already outside, huh? Yeah. It's crazy that they got there hella quick at the dollar. Were they just waiting already? or? I don't know. Maybe somebody uh, ticked them off. But this is the guy right here. He looks like fucking Baby Yoda. Mm. All right. That's enough. Richard that. Dunn. Is that I'm him? Weirdo. That's the guy right there. Yep. Yeah. He looks like Hank Hill. No, he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> he was like Yoda. He was like that guy from Lord of the Rings, one of the big ass ears, the bald guy. I never watched that shit. Me neither, but I, no, <laughs> I just seen like the characters. All right. So uh, 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 let's see. What do we have next? Uh, what a way to start 420. A New Jersey cop hits the blunt on the job after weed is declared uh, legal for New York cops to buy and smoke. So basically, it is what it is. This actually comes with World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> oh, um, facts. So yeah, let's see. So basically, that's what happens. He, he you know, someone takes a picture of the New, Jer- New Jersey cops fucking smoking a blunt outside after it's declared legal. But I guess it is a good thing. I mean, being a cop is stressful. You know, sometimes you might just need a hit of the bong. You know, hit hit, hit the blunt, do something. You know, let let that. I mean, let, you could do that, that shit after you're you're done working. Yeah, but it ain't nothing like being high at work. We all know that. Come on now. I know. That used to be me all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably going to stop him, stop him from fucking doing police brutality and shit, you know? You think so? I don't know. Maybe we'll mellow them out. I hope the next cop that stops me, you know, for like a tra- traffic violation is high. Yeah? No, I don't. Never predictable. <laughs> <laughs> I got stopped by a cop since I was since like ten years ago. Dude, last time I got stopped by a cop was in um fucking daily top of the hill between the border of San Francisco and Daly City. I was coming home from the gym and the cops literally stopped me for no fucking reason. They would like try to get you, no? Didn't one of them like fucking like keep trying to get you or some shit? Or, like... Yeah, bro. It's like they would harass me in Daly City, you know. They couldn't see a brown man driving a car, you know. They couldn't see a, a, a Latino driving a car. You know, just because, you know, we're freaking the outcasts out there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they would just stop me and fuck with me for no reason. They stopped me over little shit. I think because I was young and I had a, you know, certain look to my to me you know when you're young cops fuck with you more because they know they can get away with it yeah for sure and you have a young look hella times and i like i look back at it and i'm like that shit shouldn't have happened you know yeah like you have like, a young if, if it face. was me right now i would have been like what the fuck is your badge number 
Give me your badge number right now. <laughs> yeah, every time I stop on, like, I, every time a, a, a cop looks at me, I just stare at them. Now, they don't stop me because I'm in a fucking work truck with my fucking work logos. You know, there's no yeah. reason for them to stop me. I'm fucking like a legitimate person. And even when I'm driving my regular car, they don't stop me because I look like a fucking adult now. But I'm sure if I look like a kid, they will stop me. But now they don't. They don't even fucking look my way. I was like, I'm like, part of me just wants to be like, hey, you know, just, you know, just fucking, fucking say something, you know, so I can go off on you, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it is what it is. You know, you get older and you outgrow that shit. And, you know, the world doesn't see you as a kid no more. They see you as an adult. And if you're not doing anything wrong, then. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Or hopefully not. Some of them still fuck with you. Nah, I don't know. I think I've outgrown that. You know, I don't look like a troublemaker. I did when I was younger, but not anymore. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's see. The next one is uh, a car driver beats up a seventy-two-year-old. Takes oh, I heard about that car, one. Only to die in a crash. The police say. And this happened over in San Antonio. A San Antonio great-grandmother is recovering from a brutal carjacking this week. And this lady got fucked up. You know, if you look at a picture of her, she got... The pictures are bad. Beat up. Fucked up. He's looking Man, up to have any... Like, it's like an elder lady. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, people that beat up, like, elderly, they're just fucking... It's just fucking, you know... It's just this, fucking this other day, I was at the gas station... This this elderly lady, she came up to me and asked me for a ride, and I was like, "Fuck it," you know, like. What you gave her a ride? Yeah, this was she's like an old lady, and I was like at the gas station. I finished up putting my gas, and she was at the bus stop, and I see her walking towards me. She like picks up all her stuff, and she walks towards me, and I'm like, my windows are down and shit, and I'm like, I can't really do anything. And she's like, "Oh, you're going that way? Can I get a ride, please?" And I was like, "Shit, fuck it, I'm going that way anyways," you know. So how long did you give her bus a ride or from? some shit? It was huh? like, like, like a, like a. It was like a two minute ride. It just because she she couldn't really walk. Oh. Uh, yeah, so she was taking the bus and, the, and she missed the bus. Yeah, I mean, she's got to be careful. You should tell her, hey, you know, I'm a nice guy, but I could have been a fucking weirdo. Like, you got to be careful. You know, you got to be careful next time. Like, I'm a nice guy, but the next guy, you could have been a fucking <laughs> serial killer that kills old ladies. Yeah, for real. You gotta be careful, lady. I don't know. I don't know how you can put that much that much trust into a. I don't know into a stranger. You know. I guess she's like, you know, I have nothing to lose. I'm old as fuck. You know, if he's gonna kill me, whatever. You know, I guess. But give me a ride, you fucking asshole. Yeah, I was just like, I mean, fuck, I'm going that way. I'm, I'm, I'd be a dick if I said no. You know. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, bro. Shit, man. No, get away from me. That's that was nice of you. You know, you did a random random act of kindness, and I'm sure the universe is gonna repay you tenfold. But the thing is, like, she should be careful. There's people out there that are weirdos. Hell yeah, fact. So, well, yeah, it's crazy. You know, fuck. Yeah, it's weird that she get. She probably saw that I was like unintimidating or some shit. She was just like, oh, I'll just ask this guy for a ride. Right, she probably thought you reminded her grandson or something, you know, like oh this guy is kind of like, you know, this guy, you know, he looks like a nice guy. He can give me a ride. I was good. Did you take her like offer me her some house? bread? Huh? She offered me some bread and I was like, No, it's okay, don't worry about it. 
did you take the right in front of her house or? No, I just I was going to my old job to 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 drop off this um this part that I bought a, a long time ago and I needed to return it. Oh shit! And then I I went back and yeah. Wow. It was like it was like on the way. It was like right. I, I just dropped her off at the at the spot that I was going to anyways, and I was like, yeah, I'm getting off here. So. <laughs> what did she say? She's like, that's fine, thank you. Yeah, she's like, that's okay, thanks. So, do, do, where did she go after that? Did she go home or? She's no, she was going Walmart. to like a Walmart or something. Oh shit! Was Walmart near? Hmm. Yeah, it was oh. pretty close, like down the block from the from the right from the place that I used to work at. Okay, so she didn't have to walk that much, huh? Nah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I wasn't expecting that. And that's one of those situations you get put into where you know you're just like, hey, what do I do here? You know, should I get a ride or not? Yeah. And I guess most of us would, unless you're not you're having a shitty day and you're like, I really have to be somewhere. I never thought about that, but if the old lady came up to me, it depends. If I'm by myself, I probably would. But if I'm with my kid, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this that's old lady could be fucking crazy, you know. Or that's be- that's different. I was by myself, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it was just me and I was just driving to my to my old work to drop off some some parts. Yeah. All right, so basically, let's go back to this old lady, the one that got beat up. See, she could have, he could have ran, that old lady could have ran into this fucking psychopath. He would have beat her up. He would have beat her up. in the car. Taking her bread. <laughs> taking uh, the bread, taking her groceries. A San Antonio great-grandmother is recovering after brutal carjacking this week. She's lucky not to have any more seriously injured injuries, but her silent later crashed her car and died. Charlene Hernandez, 72, was on her way to gas station Tuesday morning. Now, do you believe in karma? (laughs) Huh? Do you believe in karma? Yeah. Yes. Do good things, good things happen. My name is Earl. (laughs) (laughs) Something she does every day. So she basically does every day to get a Diet Coke. And you know why I believe in karma? Because I don't know. I've been a pain in the ass in the past you know like when i was young you know i was just a pain in the ass you know my mom and stuff and it was he really was <laughs> and you know like <laughs> i have really bad ADHD, adhd you know i forget things and stuff and i recently hired a, a kid you know to work for me um for about a month now in an editor and he's basically a young version of michael you know a guy has like really bad adhd He's kind of reminds me of the way I was when I was younger, and it's just fucking all the all the shit I used to do back then. I'm now seeing someone else do it, and it annoys me. And it's just it's a like different perspective, huh? Exactly. So it's like I got You're Michael. Going. Now. Like there's like a, a Michael, you know, terrorizing me now, like a young Michael terrorizing me. So it kind of comes back to you, like every little annoying little shit I would do. Like he kind of does, you know, like little shit I used to do back in the day. He does now, and it's just fucking annoying. You know, like I tell him to do something, he he forgets it, and I have to retell him. But uh, you kind of have to like understand it though, because that's that's just kind of where you were at before, you know. Exactly. So I can't really get mad. I'm stuck in I'm stuck in between a, a hard place, a rock, and a hard place. I mean, I could just fire him and be like, "Hey, fuck you," you know. You're fired. Yes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm like, uh, you know, what if everyone did that to me? You know, then I would have really not gone anywhere. So I was just like, yeah, whatever, you know. 
I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just fucking funny, though. But yeah, that's why I believe in karma, because that shit came back to me years later, you know, dealing, you know, with the shit I made people put up with. You know, the, the people put up with me, you know, little shit. Uh, so yeah, that makes me believe in karma. It's not gonna get you right away, but it can take years and years, and no shit will come back to you. Like that shit, you know, it came back to me just now. But mm-hmm. fuck that. <laughs> I mean, karma, you know, karma happens, you know, and it sucks. Um, on her way inside, so basically on her way inside, a man grabbed her, hitting her several times in the face, and Tulsa will take her keys. Hernandez said, despite three men trying to tackle the attacker. Um, he still got away with her car. Wow! So three three good Samaritans jumped in to help her. The dude spun him off and got away with the car. Not long after, police found her car on the interstate, totaled with the suspected carjacker dead inside. Uh, there's you think a lot he was drunk or something? Huh? You think I, I'm, I'm sorry? I'm not letting you finish the story. You think he was drunk or something though? Uh, he was probably on drugs or something. I don't know. There's a lot of people who say that, you know, what goes around comes around karma. I did not think that. Only thing mm. I, that was really sad is because he died, said Hernandez. Now, granted, he had hurt me, but the Lord saw fit to take him out of his misery. Damn. That was kind yeah. of cold. Now, granted, he had hurt me, but the Lord saw fit to take him out of his misery. <laughs> Damn. Hernandez says she's still sore and beat up with the bruised face, but it's mostly okay. However, she's left without a vehicle. Despite her age, she still works every day and needs a vehicle to get her there. So that's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up, guys. It's horrible. This is horrible. I mean, this is horrendous. Whoever did this, you know, have hope you're burning in hell, you piece of shit. That's good, man. You know, the world you got, you know, he eliminated himself. Basically, you know, mm, like for real mentioned. though, like off of what he did, that's just instant karma right there. I feel like exactly, bro. That shit fucking got him, got him like you know right away. Uh, and on a lighter note, to finish up the podcast, uh, MIT engineers introduced the Oreo meter. And let me ask you a question before we read this article: um, Black Oreos or white Oreos? Fuck is a white Oreo. What is vanilla, a white Oreo? The vanilla Oreo or a chocolate Oreo? That's the ones that my mom used to get all the time, huh? The the vanilla ones? Yeah. We would always have those ones at home, but I think I, I like the regular ones though. Nah, I like the vanilla ones. Vanilla Oreos are way better. Nah. Alright. So that, that's gonna be the question of the of, of the week. Um vanilla, vanilla Oreos or original Oreos. Original Oreos. Uh, mechanical engineers put an Oreo's uh, cream filling through a battery of tests to understand what happens when two wafers are twisted apart. When you twist open an Oreo cookie to get to the creamery, uh, to get to the creamy center, you're mimicking a standard test in rheology. The study of how to non-newton material flows when twisted, pressed, or otherwise stressed. I don't know what that means. Me neither. Can you explain it in layman's term? I cannot. <laughs> MIT engineers have now subjected the sandwich cookie to rigorous materials. What's up? Uh, what, what was that? What was that? I don't know. MIT engineers have now subjected the sandwich cookie to rigorous materials. That's the center of a 
tantalizing question. Why does the cookie cream stick to just one wafer when twisted apart? So oh, why does the cookie cookies cream twi- stick to one wafer when twisted apart? Sometimes it doesn't. They're capping. Right. But Sometimes it, it goes half and half. That's very rare. No, it's not. <sighs> I feel like it's more rare when it comes apart and it's one side is like full white and the other side is like, you know, just the regular Oreo. Mm. Because you got the cheap little Oreos. Not, not, no, talking I get about the real, Oreos, I get the real Oreos. Oreos. If we're talking about Oreos, the regular Oreos, yes. If we're talking about like Chinese Oreos or bootleg Oreos or the Oreos you get at fucking Foodsco and Food Max, fucking Boreos or Goreos or Goreos or Horeos, then those fucking break. But we're talking about Oreos. Those do not break in half the way you said. And Oreos are vegan. So you can actually eat Oreos. I know, I know that. I eat Oreos. <laughs> I fuck with Oreos, Oreos and, and um, oat milk. Oat milk's good. Oat milk's all good. There's a fascinating problem to try to get to the cream to distribute evenly between the two wafers, which turns out to be really hard. Says Max Fan, an undergraduate at MIT's Department of Mechanical Engineering. In pursuit of an answer, the team subjected cookies to a standard of rheology test in the lab and found that no matter the flavor or the amount of stuffing, the cream at the center of an Oreo almost always sticks to one wafer when twisted open. Only for older boxes of cookies does the cream sometimes separate more evenly between both wafers. So you probably have some old-ass Oreos. Damn. Fuck. Uh, the researchers also measured the torque required it to just open an Oreo found it to be similar to torque required to turn a doorknob. <laughs> I can't turn a doorknob for shit. <laughs> and about one tenth that's needed to just open a bottle cap. So it takes a little pressure to open that sucker. You gotta like a bottle cap is it takes some pressure. Yeah. Man, I didn't fa- even know that. Yeah, it's crazy. The cream's failure test, the force per area required to get the cream to flow or deform is twice that of a cream cheese and a peanut butter and about the same magnitude as mozzarella cheese. Judging from the cream's response to stress, the team classified this texture as mushy rather than brittle, tough, or rubbery. So why does the cookie cream gloom to one side rather than splitting between evenly, evenly between both? The manufacturing process may be to blame. Uh, videos of the manufacturing process show that they put the wafer down then dispense a ball of cream onto that wafer before putting the second wafer on top. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> Says Crystal Owen, an MIT mechanical engineering PhD candidate who studies the properties of complex fluids. I feel like they put it on the left side. Mm, who knows? That could be interesting. That could be an interesting theory. Because like the right year, most people are right-handed, so they take it off with the right hand. You know, mm-hmm. they take off the, you know, but that's just my my theory right there, you know. So apparently that little time delay may make the cream stick better for the first wafer. The team study isn't uh, simply a sweet diversion from bread and butter research. It is also an opportunity to make the science of biology accessible to others. To that end, the research have designed a 3D printable Oreo meter, a simple device that firmly grasps an Oreo cookie and uses pennies and rubber bands to control the twisting force that progressively twists the cookie open. Instructions for the tabletop device can be found here. And then there's the link. 
a new um, a new study on Oreos Oreology and fracture of flow milks and favorite cookies appears in kitchen flows. Um, a special issue of Fluid Magazine or whatever. <laughs> it's longest article. Um, Is it really? It's fu- it sounds fucking. It sounds like a, they did a fucking uh, research on it, like some. Some scientists went in there and shit. It is. Like a fucking scientific article or some shit. Yeah, it is. Like, really went into it. Uh, well, this is one of the cool things, you know, that people do, you know. This is, this is like fun, fun, fun research, you know. Sometimes you have to have a little fun, you know what I mean? Yep. Now, did you hear me. about Snickers? What about Snickers? This one's a little after dark, a little X-rated. Alrighty. So Snickers, they're apparently there after dark. Picture, apparently there was a picture of Snickers, and it looked really smooth without the, you know, the, you know how they usually has like, um, like a texture on it. Yep. So Snickers made a statement. They said the veins are not going away. The veins are here to stay. <laughs> you guys know what that means. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That is crazy. You know, that's yeah, the they made an official statement need. on it. That's the marketing we need, you know, we got to get people talking. We got to get people talking about the veins. We got to get controversy up in this bitch. Can't really see it here, but the veins remain. Damn. Yeah, there's like a picture going around with like a, a smooth Snickers and they're like, they, they, they um, shut it down hella quick. They're like, no, nah, that's not real. We, we we still got veins on our Snickers. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Um, that is fucking funny. So I kind of pretty much rambled this entire entire episode. Is there anything you want to add? Anything you want to say before we start closing the show off? Nah, I'm ready for the live. Let's go. Let's go, Let's go we'll jump onto the live. And then next week, Harrison's going to have the episodes and I'll react with the fucking sound machine. With the sound machine, now I get no claps, no nothing, no celebration. I can't hear it. Oh, really? That's it to the microphone. I am. I'm right on it. How about now? No. It's a uh, Zoom. Zoom. Zoom blocks out the the sounds from the background sounds. That's why. Oh. So next time we're gonna have to do it like through OBS or some shit and um have it like on a on a separate you know or just get like a fucking physical sound machine but no because I'm, I'm doing it on my ipad right now oh I'm, i might just get one on amazon you know just have it and fuck with it yeah like a little board a little soundboard yeah uh it's all it's all through um like obs you got to do it through obs or some shit all right, we'll fuck with that next week. Uh, but yeah, to close out the show, I mean, any, any, you know, just, like, I don't know. I'm not going to close out the damn show. I guess have a happy night. Happy 420 uh, for you guys that celebrate it. Happy 420, 420, uh, yep. If you see any crazy ass stories that you want to send our way, shoot them our way. Futurology, just downright what the fuck stories is kind of what we're trying to focus a little bit more on. Um, because they're just funner. I mean, I don't know. I think they're just funner, in my opinion. It just makes you think, what the fuck, you know? Like, what the fuck? Where the fuck do they find these stories? We can't tell you. We just find them. People send them to us. 
I sometimes get them in dreams, you know. What? Aliens. What's going on now? What? Aliens. Harrison's going to be debuting his new podcast, Harry's Haunted House. It's going to be a spinoff of Mike's Mystery Mansion. Harry's Haunted oh, House. One. Harry's Haunted House season one. Drops <laughs> next month. No, I'm actually thinking about like uh, streaming and stuff. Harry's Haunted 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 House streaming live next month. There you go. There you That's go. That's the episode know. title. Harry's Haunted House. And with that being said, we back, bitches. We are back for good. I am gonna finish off Mike's Mystery Mansion on not even Friday. Um doing episode nine on Friday, finishing it off season ten the way I started season uh, season ten, finishing off season two the way I started season two. So it's gonna be going back to stories from actual people. Hey, how about the ones that you were sending me? Are you going to do those ones soon? Because those ones were really good. And yeah. I look forward to those ones. Is that next season? No, this is this season for sure. This is going to be this episode. Uh, that podcast isn't even scary. Um, episode nine. So be on the lookout for that. And have a good night. Follow us on all the social media accounts at Futurero Podcast. The one and only Futurero. And we are out. All right, so I'll jump on live. Let's hop on live.